spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. From Pennsylvania Avenue to Main Street, Scott Inez tackles the hot topics like only he can. It's time for Inez Says. Hey there, I welcome you back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. Thanks for being here today. Find the podcast right there on the front page of the WDBO app. Spotify, you can find it in Apple Podcasts. And I invite you to join me on the radio every single weekday morning for Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez on WDBO 5 to 9 a.m. And be sure to stream us right there in the WDBO app. Okay, so it's finally here, the first GOP presidential debate of the season. We've been talking about this for months, and it comes up tonight in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and situated right there at center stage will be Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. But DeSantis sits in the center square only because the front runner, Donald Trump, will not be there. Instead, in vintage Trump fashion, he's going to be doing an interview, a pre-recorded interview with Tucker Carlson on Twitter, which is now called X. And apparently that interview is expected to air while the debate is going on. It's vintage Trump, and I'm sure that Tucker, who was fired by Fox News, who will carry the debate tonight, didn't have any qualms about when that would air. Nonetheless, it's going to be a huge night for Governor Ron DeSantis. I think that's an understatement. Many of the national polls show him trailing the former president by 40-plus percentage points. As a matter of fact, a CBS News poll this past weekend had DeSantis down by 46 percentage points. So I do believe this is a make-it-or-break-it night for Ron DeSantis. I had said earlier on the podcast that I do believe it's over for Ron DeSantis. Now, we all know things can turn on a dime in politics. We don't know for sure what's going to happen with Donald Trump in the future with the four indictments. But the question for Ron DeSantis is, can he break through this eight-person debate clutter tonight there on stage? It's very difficult to do, usually. And what makes it even more difficult for the governor, I would think, is that the nine will be sharpened aimed at him there's no trump so those other seven are those other seven are very likely going to go at ron DeSantis. now to me he needs some sort of breakout moment to stay in this thing because right now his campaign is flailing why hasn't he connected with the american public i don't know the answer to that question we had a lot of wdbo open mics on wednesday about the potential reasons as to why he is not connected maybe he's not cuddly enough likable enough it may be the culture issues. Heck, it may be because of Donald J. Trump and his popularity. Here are some of your open mics from Wednesday morning. I think Governor Ron, the new sheriff in town's best opportunity to win the debate is to keep his mouth shut. Floridians who love DeSantis don't want him to be president. Not now. I want him to do his eight years. The reason why Ron DeSantis can't pick up any traction on former President Trump is because men of honor and integrity, just like men of faith, will never be launched in a position of leading anything because they don't count on that type of notoriety 
to be comfortable with themselves and to lead the lives they lead. Maybe uh, Uncle Ronnie shouldn't come across as a pretentious little stuck-up snobby jerk face. Randa Santos lost steam because he's a traitor. He should have supported Trump for this 2024 election and then run in 2028. The reason why DeSantis is not connecting with voters is because he has spent so much effort trying to be to the right of Trump that he is not connecting with the majority of Republican voters. And by the way, to sound off on the WDBO open mic, all you have to do is go download the WDBO app. That's it. You find the open mic right there. But there's no understating the importance of this debate for Ron DeSantis because you look at his national polling, it peaked at just over 30% in the spring. Keep in mind, this was before he announced his candidacy for the president of the United States, 30% in the spring, and right now he sits at less than 15% on average. So obviously a big night for Ron DeSantis, a big night for the other seven as well. And for more insight into this debate coming up on Wednesday night, we turn to University of Central Florida political scientist, Aubrey Jewett. So, Aubrey, what do you think of Governor DeSantis and and what he has to do to try to kind of turn things around tonight? I think for DeSantis, you know, he and his campaign team have talked about rebooting the campaign for about the last month. But the last month, unfortunately for him, has looked an awful lot like the first two months, right? Mm -hmm. Not much has changed. His poll numbers are still static or dropping. And as you pointed out, Campaign Strategy 101 usually says if somebody is in the lead, all the other combatants attack that person to try to bring him back down. And so although DeSantis is not doing great, he still is running in second place in almost every poll to Trump. So I do expect he'll probably be attacked a lot. Mm -hmm. For DeSantis, what he's got to do is have a breakout moment. I mean, he's got to make a compelling case to Republican voters about why they should vote for him, what policies he's going to push, not just the woke stuff but perhaps things like immigration and law and order. And he's got to hope to have some pithy comeback uh, and, and have a dominant moment because it's not all about the facts and figures and the policies. It's also about your style and your presence. And that's something that he's kind of struggled with as well. Aubrey, you talked about that key breakout moment. In reality, though, isn't it very, very difficult with a format like this and with eight people on the stage to get that true breakout moment? Well, it is difficult, yes. When you have such a large crowd, there's eight people. Mm. And if they just sort of divvy up the time equally, that doesn't give you a whole lot of time to talk. But again, what we know from previous debates is even if there's seven, eight, ten people on a stage, they don't always get an equal amount of time. And sometimes if you're more assertive and aggressive in talking, you can get get some more time and get some more face time and get some more time talking. I wanted to get to Vivek Ramaswamy, Aubrey, because he's sort of become the darling of the also-rans here. And you can understand why. I mean, the guy's engaging. He actually answers questions that are asked. Does he have the potential of having that breakout moment tonight? I really actually think he does. You know, in, in the age before Trump, I would say, well, you know, he, he might have a little bit of a breakout moment. You know, he'll sort of be the flavor of the day for Republicans, maybe, if he has a good debate. But, you know, ever since Trump and everybody underestimate, I mean, like almost all journalists, political scientists back in 2016, you know, they said, oh, he never has a chance. Well, Mm. a lot of times the voters are looking for an outsider and a fresh face and somebody new. And so far, he's really struck a chord with a with a lot of Republican voters, even those 
whose first choice might be Trump, mm. have taken a look at, at uh, Ramaswamy. You have DeSantis and Vivek in the middle, and then you have Mike Pence, Tim Scott, Nikki Haley, and, and the rest, as they used to say on Gilligan's Island. But it, it's going to be <laughs> it's going to be an interesting night for the former Vice President Mike Pence tonight. He just barely made it onto this stage. What do you expect to hear out of Mike Pence tonight, Aubrey? Well, I think he'll straddle a fine line about what to say about Trump and how, how loyal he'll still be and how, how much he'll attack Trump. But just for him, like DeSantis and the other candidates, I expect he'll try to lay out, at least to some degree, the positive vision that he has for the Republican Party and for the country and to try to give Republican primary and caucus voters a reason to vote for Pence, right? Something that they can get behind. He's well known for being a social conservative, you know, over his life and political career. So once again, I think he'll probably have to hit some other issues like the economy. And I might add overall, I suspect, including attacking Trump a little bit, including attacking DeSantis quite often, I suspect the one thing that all eight will agree on is they'll attack Joe Biden quite often. Sure, sure. Yeah. Last question for you, Aubrey. Uh, You're obviously a student of American politics. These formats, okay, where you're asked a question, you get a minute to respond, you have eight people on the stage. It's not exactly Lincoln Douglas. What do you make of this made-for-TV debate? Well, you know, I think it's better than than nothing in terms of introducing the candidates to the voters, and it is a chance to see them unscripted, right? I mean, they're scripted in the sense that they're all having debate practice with coaches and they all have little lines that they've got ready, you know, for certain situations. But you don't always know what's going to be asked and you don't certainly don't know what your competitors are going to say. So it does give voters a chance to see the candidates under pressure and thinking on their feet. And that is something that a lot of voters are looking for in terms of leadership characteristics, somebody that can stay cool under fire and seems to have it under control and maybe even has a sense of humor and says something funny that everybody remembers the next day. Thanks to UCF political science professor Aubrey Jewett for being on the NSS podcast today. That's going to do it for the podcast. Join me on the radio every weekday morning. Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot code SUPER24.